a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Alpine Stars Protects on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,000 podcasts delivered with over 7 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out and donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Thank you for listening to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast. FlyRacing.com, please go there. Check out the latest and greatest from those guys, the 2019 and a half Kinetic Mesh gear that launched daytona is out it's available it's got some sweet colors i've got a set man is it ever awesome uh venting on that stuff man it is a phenomenal job that folks have done there with the venting on the new uh, kinetic mesh thank you fly racing check out the formula helmet as well if you're in the market for a very very high-end helmet this is the pinnacle of helmet design for the folks at Fly Racing. Thank you, Maxis. MXST tires developed by Jeremy McGrath. Uh, mountain bike tires are phenomenal. Uh, Minions is the mountain bike tire that I use on the uh, on the Taser. So thanks, Maxis.com. Alpine Stars as well, whether it's the A4 chest protector, the A1 chest protector. Alpine Stars, you know the name. You know everything that they stand for. So thanks to those guys for coming on board. And, of course, thank you, Slick Wash as well. Uh, they've been, uh, been supporting podcasts for a little bit now, and we really appreciate those guys for coming on. Uh, they offer easy-to-use wash kits, complete with accessories and foam gun options that save time, avoid frustration, and leave you feeling secure, confident, and ready for the next ride. You can wash your UTV, which I don't have, but I do wash my mountain bike, and I do wash my dirt bike with slick wash products, as do the Monster Energy Pro Circuit guys. Use the code STEVE, all caps, to save on the three-step wash process. I think it's 20% off. So, Thanks to uh, those companies for supporting the podcast. Thank you for listening. Shay Bentley coming up. Interesting story. By Shay, I think I have to thank a listener for putting us in touch. I wish I had his name, but I forget. But if you, if it's if it's you who's listening, thank you. Thanks for DMing me on Instagram and then putting us in touch with Shay. And it's great to hear that he's doing well, as you'll hear here. The uh, 125 Supercross champion, Shay Bentley. Coming up now on the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast. So now, as promised on the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, I'm uh, pleased and proud to bring in our, our guest tonight. Um, doing uh, I, I, me myself and everybody else a huge favor in doing this podcast. Uh, 2000 Supercross champion, uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit rider. I guess they weren't Monster Energy back then, but Pro Circuit rider, Shay Bentley. What's up, Shay? How are you? Welcome to the show. Thank you, man. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. No problem, man. It's been uh, it's been a while since I've talked to you. Um, how's how's things going? How's everything going? Life is um is good. I've, you know. Uh, you have your you have your good days and your bad days, and uh, you keep moving forward. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Are you are you in Georgia? Yeah, I'm still in Georgia. I'm I live in Sonoya. Okay. Right, uh, about a mile from where they film Walking Dead. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Check check that out. You ever go down there and check it out? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty much there every day. So really, um, it's good. Yeah, yeah. They um, it's uh, it's made this whole town grow. Wow. So you what, you just go down there and watch the filming and just see what's going on? Yeah, well, I um I take my dog for walks and stuff. Uh-huh. Um every evening, so we go right right through there. Dude, you could play yeah. a zombie. Tell them you want to be a zombie. <laughs> hey, they got zombies that go through this town. <laughs> <laughs> I would fit right in. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Oh, that's awesome. That's that's kind of cool. Um when's the last time you got on a dirt bike? Oh, heck. Long time. Really? Probably, uh, yeah. Yeah. Two years ago. Oh, that's not so long. That's not that bad. So. Yeah. Well, it was just only for like a few days. Uh huh. Um, so I yeah I have um I have seizures. Okay. So the um the medication I have I'm on for that makes me see uh see <laughs> my vision isn't too clear. Okay. Whenever I'm going that fast. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so be- best to stay off of them for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not even supposed to drive. 
Dude, we, we, we'll get into your injuries and everything else, but, man, you had a ton of them, your shoulders uh, all the time. Um, I'm sure you've done some other stuff. How does it affect you today, like 2019? How, how are your shoulders and everything else from, from a career that you spent probably just as much time on the sidelines as you did on the bike? Uh, you're right. Um, I just had a shoulder, uh, shoulder um, partial replacement, but um, I went through my therapy and stuff, and then everything seemed to be getting better, and then it blew out um, cranking the lawnmower, and next thing I know, I'm out in the middle of the yard trying to pop it back in. Oh, my God, really? So, yeah. Yeah, so and it, now I can't. Now it won't stay in for nothing, so they're talking about having to go back in and just do the full and then I'll have to have that redone in like four or five years. Um, but I got a, my hips there, um, my knees. <laughs> Dude. So, yeah, it's um, my neck. Um, I've got a lot, lot of bone spurs and stuff in my neck, and it's causing. But it's one thing, you know, I dealt with all that. And um, biggest thing is, um, you know, I got my kids now and my wife. So mm-hmm. just um, I'm thankful for everything. Yeah, um, I'll take I'll take all the pain that right you know that sure you know I'm giving because I had a great time doing it. Did you have both? Were both shoulders a problem for you your whole career? Or was it yeah. Was, yeah both of them? Huh? <laughs> yeah, both shoulders. Dude, yeah, it was. Uh, of course, everyone remembers that clutch position where you had to put your clutch perch like. Yeah, I, I can't I can't even raise my arms now. I can't even raise them up halfway. Holy smokes! So, really? Huh? Jeez. Yeah, it it, it just locks. I don't know how no. you rode a motorcycle with your clutch perch up in the air. I don't know how you <laughs> rode it. I, seriously. It, it was, was, you know what started it is um, I ruptured my spleen down at the Minio's. Uh-huh. And uh, I had a week, almost right at almost two weeks to get ready for the first Supercross in Indianapolis. And I was riding, and I felt horrible. Mm-hmm. And uh, just nothing was going for like three days. And I started panicking, and... Uh, Meantime, I'd already dislocated my shoulder during um, when I was coming back. Yeah. So I was like, I just just gave it a try, and it and I don't know, it felt fine. And it's like I went out there. It was just it was just a mental thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have did things a lot different, but um, I don't know. And yeah, not the best decision, but it, <laughs> it worked for you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. Um. So, how much do you watch the racing now? How much do you follow it? We're all on four strokes I, now, Shay. By the way, <laughs> I know I, I watch it every Saturday. Do you really? Oh, fan. okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan. You know, I don't follow the amateur or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I just, it's just, it's cool to see how far the sport has came. I never, you know, when you're racing and stuff, you don't think about the next generation coming. Right. You, know, you don't think about anything like that, and it's just cool to see how far these kids are taking, how fast they're going, the bikes. Um, you know, just it's it's amazing. Wow, that's um, cool. You watch know, it though. I'm yeah, a, I'm a big, I'm a big Ken Roxon fan. Yep. Um, you know, I dig that, and um, of course, just all of them. Um, from you know, it's just it's just really it, honestly, it's truly amazing. And the jumps, I mean, the rhythm section they're doing our triples. If we could get over a triple back in my day, <laughs> hey, we were doing it. Now uh, yeah. the rhythm sections are way scarier than the triples. Dude, these guys, they'll hit in a turn on 250Fs, and they'll hit and come to a complete stop, and they'll just seat bounce the shit out of a triple. No problem. Like, no problem. No problem. Yeah. And if I would have seat bounced it, I'll go ahead and tell you, I'd have been doing the running in there. It'd have been ugly. I know. Uh, Red Dog's a good buddy of mine, and he told me he double-singled his way to a championship in 97. You know what I mean? Like, he barely jumped the triple, man. Yeah, you'd be nervous. You'd be going back in the pits, and they're like, I think you can do it. I don't, I, I don't think I can. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Yeah. Nowadays, dude, first gear, bro. It's, it's, it's incredible. First lap. Yeah. yeah. First yeah. Lap, first gear. No, absolutely. Have you uh, been uh, Have you been to the Supercross in Atlanta at all in recent yeah, years? Yeah, I go to Yeah, we go to Atlanta every year. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, and it's, you know, but heck, they make it so good on TV now. Yeah. It's, it's so it's just fun to sit there on your couch, yep. have some buddies over, and sit, you know, heck. Yeah. But yeah, we go to Atlanta every year, and it's just, you know, the new stadium, the new dome. Right. Um, yeah, it's been cool. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's really cool. Uh, you know, to 
dude, your your championship was was pretty cool. Uh, you know, went down to the wire to the last race. I was a mechanic then for KTM, and I remember at first everyone thought Ping had won because we're all doing the math, right? And then it ended up that you won. Uh, it was so exciting. What do you remember from that night? I remember y'all got to get y'all's math correct. Okay. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all about ruined it for me. Yeah, really. Todd, my mechanic, he came up and he he had just this crap face. He was just like, and it, he didn't even have to say nothing. He just said, "I'm sorry, man." Yeah, yeah. And I, it just, I I know what ping felt because it, it it ate me. Right. You know? Right. But um, honestly. I didn't know anything about positions or anything. I just know that from the start, it just went to crap right out of the gate. Um, you know, it was championship race, and yep. I should have been a little bit smarter. Uh-huh. Um, but when you're that age and it's your first one, you know, you think you're invincible. So things went the way it went, and, you know, God definitely blessed me that night. Um, I, I walked away with a broken ankle. My bars were... We're bent so bad in the front end. You, it was one side, no um, front brake lever. Hey, my clutch lever was strong though. Yeah, yeah, clutch lever was fine. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a, it was a, definitely a crazy night. Um, heck, you, you know, you're told you're lost, and then it was all emotion. You know, yeah, pure emotion. Anybody don't kick in until a few days later, anyway. Right. But, right. Um, it was it was definitely a um, highlight. Yeah, it, absolutely. I, I could imagine. I, uh, do you you still have the the plaque somewhere or the trophy? You have that somewhere? Yeah, I got all of it. Yeah, yes, sir. Awesome. Yeah, I got it. Did I you, got it all? Did you get one of your bikes out of Mitch? Mitch also or no? Yep. Yes, sir. Oh, yep, cool. I got one of them. So, um, that's great. It's uh, yeah, it's a blessing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You got seventh in Texas. Uh, it was a first turn pile up. I remember that. It was a crazy night. Um, and, yeah, it was a huge pileup. Yeah, I was at the bottom of it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, just just insane. Um, hey, so growing up, you grew up in Georgia, obviously, and uh, I know you were a very good amateur racer. When did you start thinking that hey, y- you can start making a living at this, or you want to be a pro motocrosser? Was there an age or a, or at some point where you were like, holy, like I'm pretty good at this? Um, I think it was probably in 1995. I was on super mini and, uh, every year, like all, a lot of the factory teams would come down to a local track by the house, um, mm-hmm. before Gatorback, because Gatorback national was mm-hmm. going, you know, still going at that time. Yeah. And, um, honestly, I could go as fast as them on my super mini. <laughs> so uh, it, it started kind of sinking in then that, you know, you know, I I got the ta- I got I have the talent. Right. Um, you know, things have all the cards have to fall in place. But then you know, you I got on big bikes and I'm not gonna lie, there for there for a little bit, you know, you win and then you get knocked down, you win. Mm-hmm. To beat somebody you gotta be doing everything they're doing. Right. Plus something a little bit better. And then, you know, when you get hurt, you're crawling back up and I gotta get back to where they're at, then I gotta do something a little bit better to beat them. So it just got so frustrating, and um, after I ruptured his spleen in '97, before um, I even turned pro, I didn't know if I wanted to do it anymore. Really? Huh? Um, wow. Yeah, I was. I was when I ruptured my spleen at the Mini O's. If I wouldn't have, if the ambulance and them wouldn't have been right there, it could have been real bad for me. Oh um, wow! It exploded. Were you um, were you always a smaller kid? Always small? Like always? You know, always. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even in school, I was I was like one of the smallest. Yep. Full of energy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, small and uh, just um, about a. I think during my racing time, I was a buck thirty, um, thirty-five. Jeez, wow, and, that's uh, crazy. Yeah. yeah. So and then my last years, I was about a, I was right at a buck forty. Yeah. But that was one of the things. That's why I got hurt a bunch. Is right. My eating, I didn't eat enough, and I didn't eat enough of the right food. I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. I ate healthy, but just not enough of the right. I didn't wasn't putting enough of right. the supplements and. Yeah, just everything. Uh, so, like you know, you look back and you look back in our day. It was you know, if you want it bad enough, you'll work for it. Yeah, it wasn't you know the smartness. No, you know, no, all no. that stuff yeah. just changed so much. 
Well, even um, you know, even yeah. even some of the guys just I mean, some of the guys just talk about like that they never ever did any off the bike training for forever. They didn't know what to do. They just just rode their motorcycle yeah. all the time. That was it, you know. A lot, yeah. That's way. And if you had that natural gift, you mm-hmm. could kind of get away with it. But right. even now, I mean, you know, heck, by the outdoors, it's just you're you're coming off supercross. A lot of them is going into survival mode. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you ride hurt. You know, you don't know really what to do with that injury. You just you're bouncing back and forth. That the guessing game is is so mental. Mm-hmm. And now they have someone to take that guessing game out. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Did you grow up? Uh, I guess. Did you grow up like idolizing Yogi? Was he a hero? Did you know him? Did, uh, was Yogi? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, Yogi. Yeah. I. Him. At first, it was Keith Turpin. Oh, um, Turpin! Way he, back in the day. Yeah. 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 He. Um. He lived. He and he still lives only about thirty minutes from me. But my dad used to always go to his uh, over to his dad's house, work on my bikes and stuff. Yep. And um. So started off with Keith, and then of course Yogi, and I was still, you know. I mean, then it went to David Bailey. I, I mean, David's riding style and just, you know, the way he did everything. Right. Um, where that was, um, but yeah, them three, uh, well, they um, they rocked. Turpin and Tishner on Suzuki's were good those years. Yeah, oh, man, the were they? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were, they were great. Uh, and Yogi was uh, obviously, again, being friends with Red Dog. Yogi was so fast on 80s and coming up. Like, apparently, I mean, I wasn't around. I was up in Canada, but Yogi was unbelievable as an amateur 80 rider and all of that coming up. Oh, yeah. Even Red Dog, because I'm going to tell you, well, I went to South Africa with with Timmy and his dad um, when I was 12. Really? Oh, I've never heard this story. Yeah. I've never heard this story. Yeah, I guess I was about 16, and, yeah, Papa Fair, he looked out after me um, the yeah, whole yeah. trip. And because uh, we were there for heck few weeks um and it was great and first first week we were over there we rode and um you know did all that then we raced uh i guess about the first week or second weekend then we went on a safari hunt the rest of the trip (laughs) time of my life and uh i tell you what the first time i ever seen red dog was at gator back and he never shut the dang gas off going in the sweeper term by the finish line? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. landed off the finish line, and he hunkered in, and that was it. He <laughs> stayed hunkered in. Would this have been and, Red uh, Dog Cowie days or Red Dog? Uh, yeah, he yeah. was on a Cowie. Right, Number right. 99. Yeah, 99. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, him. Yeah, him. Yeah, then Tony Haynes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Man, that, that class, whoo, you know, it's, it's always good. Um. So you rupt- you, you always think – you. You look at these kids now, and you're like, "Man, I wonder if I could, if I if we went that fast." And, <laughs> you know, it's like because you see these kids doing everything, and they live it now. It's a job, and uh, I don't, man, it's it's crazy. Um, so okay, so you rupture your spleen uh, in in '97. Are you are you in line for a pro circuit ride? Are they telling you that you've got this job? Are you talking to Peyton? Is Team Green helping you? What's yeah. going on at that point? Yeah. I was Team Green, um, and yeah, they were helping me for Pro Circuit, and um, I was talking to Mitch, um, but they kind of wanted to see how I was going to bounce back from that. Right. So, but then I, I came back, I did Supercross, and I got fifth. I think I got fifth overall in the standings. I led, I led like three of the super, the mains. Uh huh. Um, it it was good for having like two weeks of training. Um. And then come in the outdoors, uh, Glenn Helen crashed, knocked out, broke both wrists. So I came back for Troy, Ohio, led it, and um, um, I signed at Steel City. Okay, so... so I, I was talking to him the whole time, though. So 98, you were full privateer? Full privateer. Oh, okay. Wow, yeah, yeah. You, you look at your results, you got a fourth, a sixth, a fourth, and in, in, in indoors... Some top ten at Steel City, yeah, yeah. Um, the full privateer driving in a van, right? Uh, so I lived down in Ohio pretty much during the whole outdoor season with Tim Michaels and his family. So they, um, heck, it it's uh, it makes you thankful for your your pro circuit riding all that stuff. Yep. But the the pressure, you know, is is so much different. Yeah. Um. 
but yeah, I can't really say it's different. It's just a, it is different because you put so much pressure on yourself, but then, you know, you have somebody else putting pressure on you, you know, too. Yeah. So you you, you signed know. you signed get for... off your ass. <laughs> <laughs> it, hey, and especially if you well, don't win, we got problems. Wow. It's funny, Shay, like Peyton is still around. Mitch is a friend of mine and everything else. But everybody who dealt with him now says he's such a different guy now than he was back then. You know, uh, is, is, yeah. Back then he um, because he had kids. Go ahead. He bring, bring your ass. Well, the classic no. story is he shipped all of you guys running shoes one time because he wanted he, all of you needed to be in better shape. So bones. No, I, I didn't have a problem running. <laughs> I, w- I was always doing that. But yeah, he would. He, you know what he did one time? Oh. It was after the Chaparral race. Okay. And uh, me and me and Brownie got our asses whacked. Uh huh. So we were jogging, and he went for it, and he put that thing in reverse, and uh, he cussed us down. <laughs> so, uh, we were slower. And, he could go as fast as us, like in his wheel. Oh, he, yeah, we got we got shamed. <laughs> <laughs> Mike went back to his agent and was like, "Man, you, I saw, I just had to sell. I was like, "Man, he's right." <laughs> right. Holy but, shit! Yeah. But you know, the guy is so smart. He he don't have all this championship for a reason. Yeah. And, and you can you know, and when someone's chewing your ass like that, be glad they're chewing your ass because that means they're they care and they have. You know, they believe in you. Yeah. The problem yeah. is, is when they're not chewing your ass. Yeah. And you're sitting. That's when you got you got to worry. Yep. No, you're so, right. Yeah, absolutely. So, you signed for '99, but you only race one time. What happened? Shoulder? <laughs> I'm guessing. No. Um, What'd you do? Right. The week before, I won the Chaparral race. Okay. That's when I beat um, McGrath and Emming. Um, I'm on one twenty-five. Yeah. First race I ever raced. You know, their factory bike. Yeah. I won both, and then a week before, it was a week before Indianapolis, um, I flew out and went to, um, going through the whoops and had this section, and I don't, you know, I just got a chirp, the bike chirped on me, kind of did the bog, and when it did, I stepped off, and my wrist broke, and it was an ugly break, so I had to have surgery. And uh, I came back from surgery, and I was racing Glen Helen. I was ready to race, you know, at the end of the Supercross. Yep. And then wanted me to wait till Glen Helen. Right. And uh, Glen Helen went down to the first turn. I'm coming through the pack, and I didn't even crash. I just, I mean, I was holing. I landed off at um, a single jump, and uh, the plate that they put in my arm um, weren't titanium, so it was kind of heavy for my bones and snapped my, snapped my bones again. Oh, jeez. Oh, so I had surgery again, and then that's when I, you know, I didn't race any race until two thousand. Yeah, and did you have a? Yeah. did you have a two year deal with Mitch? No one. So he believed so, in me. And, so he brought you back with one race. He brought you back for two thousand. Yep. Yep. Huh? Wow. I think uh, he's seen how hard I worked, and yeah, you know, I took it for real. It wasn't no joke. It wasn't. I wasn't in it for the Hollywood. I wasn't. You know. Right. Um, you know, it's one of those deals where you. In this sport, I knew that you had to make your money and get out, but you know, I truly loved what I did. Yeah. Um, wow. So. so 2000 comes, you get fifth at the opener, uh, 22nd at Anaheim, yeah. too. Crashed yeah, out. I, um, yeah, that was, uh, that was um, me and Mitch had a head, but I am um, in the qualifier. It's crazy. I can remember. I can't remember what I did yesterday, <laughs> but I can remember this. <laughs> I am in my qualifier. Um, you'd have to see the race, but the only way you could do this double, and it was a big one, was you had to, you had a wheelie this uh, bump before it. Yep. Double, and you had to go to the outside. So, and man, every time I went to the outside, somebody, Robbie Horton, every lap would go to the inside, stop to where you couldn't do the double. Right. I hate just throwing you out there, Robbie. I love you, baby. <laughs> um. So. <clears throat> I got like a third or fourth. I mean, I came in and Mitch was heated. <laughs> I mean, this first glimpse, I got a Mitch Payton. I like pissed off. So, I, doing shade mental, I, you know, told him, I said, I run my own racing program. Uh-huh. This is either going to go really effing good or really effing bad. 
<laughs> I was pissed. <laughs> so it was elbows and assholes. Um, that gate dropped for the main event, and I went to pass. It was the first lap. I went to pass Preston and somebody else, and it was you know Camelback uh, going up. Yep. And uh, going into a right hander, and I endoed. Um, yeah, that was the end of that one. Jeez. Now, so, were yeah. you were you? <laughs> Were you feeling really good coming into 2000? I mean, legitimately, uh, were you thinking, like, hey, I can win this championship? Like, were you, yeah. you know? My goal my goal was, um, honestly, to get the race underneath my belt. I knew that I was capable of winning, uh-huh. but I knew I didn't. I had raced in a yeah. long time. Yeah, absolutely. And I just needed, my goal was to stay healthy mm-hmm. and just get notches. You know, get one race underneath my belt, go to the next one, keep learning. Yep. And I would, have, I knew I'd eventually win, and I knew that by the end of the season I'd win races. Mm-hmm. But I thought honestly, like Pingree and Casey Johnson, and then would kind of, it was up to them. Yeah. And uh, you know, but God has a way of working, and things fell. Um, once I once I got the podium, it was like that's when I was like, all right, I can do this, you know. Yep. Then I the next race I got Sackett. Yeah. And and it was like and then I, I knew I was gonna win Houston. Flat out. Oh really? I was like Yeah. Yeah, this is mine. I, I flat this is mine. I never worried about my qualifiers. Uh-huh. I just wanted a good gate pick. Because I'm always I was always the one my first mo I had the first moto blues is what I call them. <laughs> you, know, you kinda basically choke a little bit, just you gotta get the work, nerves worked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as soon as um as soon as that gate dropped from the main I I wasn't even worried. Wow. It was good. Took your first career win, yeah, in Houston. Yeah, then I won the next one in Minneapolis. It was, you know, it's just all, a lot of people go and, you know, I think I can win. There's a big difference from thinking and believing. When you know you go to that gate and you can win, Yep. it's it's on. So you won Minneapolis, and then, then we had a bit of a break, and the last round was in Dallas, like we talked about, big first turn crash. Schnell's out front. Pingree's up there. Uh, were you getting kind of messages on your board on what you needed to get, or you said Kenny was Kenny Germain was your guy? I, I I never I never looked at the pit board. I was as soon as I went down, I was going straight to the front. And believe it or not, I I would have caught Schnell. And I mean, I was already I was in fourth or fifth, and I was um, tripling past Preston through a rhythm section. Mm-hmm. And Preston cased it, and when he cased it, his bike came over to me, and I landed on his bike. And uh, wasn't nothing he could have done. I mean, he could have went over yeah. completely, but um, you know, I, I, w- I couldn't have done anything. So, problem is, is I'm I'm five six trying to pick my bike up on the face of a jump, and um, it's already wadded up. So that's whenever I saw I got scared. Yeah, it's yeah. Only like you're like oh boy, to go from the end, right? Yeah, and then I passed two riders on the last lap. So, wow, I didn't know that. So those yeah. those two passes got you, got you the title. Yeah, those two passes got me. Yep. Wow, that's awesome. That's... And uh, the reason everybody was off is because my buddy Bones, um, he had he when he had, he was adding up wrong. Yep. I guess you know, but as soon as I, I heard, you know, um, Bentley is your champion through Davy Coombs's microphone. Through his, I mean, through his headphones. Right, 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 right. So that's whenever you got the I freaking won. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> yeah, that's that's your what you're not. That's what many people many people remember you for for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, that yeah, it's awesome. It's 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 crazy. And I mean, you sit back your your names in in the sports history. You know, like it's it's always listed there. Yeah. It always will be. Pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I catch a lot because if I could have stayed healthy and you know, I, honestly, I believe I'd have done a lot more. But especially because I always grew up with Ricky, and Rick, I mean, Ricky taught me. He taught me everything. I mean, other than getting my ass whacked, <laughs> you know, he, you know, it made me faster and a better rider. Right. So it was like, you know, honestly, I believe I'd have done a lot more. But yeah, I got that one. I'll take it, and I'm uh, no. very thankful. Um, now, awesome. if I remember right, did you get hurt right after, or was it right before the first national that year? I got sick. You got uh, sick, okay. Yeah, and I don't know. Um, I was throwing up in diarrhea constantly, and a lot of it, I think, was from overtraining. Yep. 
But um, we went to test it out at Glen Helen like a day before we were going to Vegas. And James Coy was driving me home. And I know I was driving home, and I looked over at James Coy, and I said, you got to drive. And then all of a sudden, I just started throwing up bad. Mm-hmm. And um, and it it didn't go well at all for it lasted for about a month. Um, I was I flew back home, started seeing my doctors. Yep. And I think I started that's when all my Crohn stuff started. Okay. Crohn. Yep. And uh, but yeah, and I I had the plates taken out of my arm. So, 2001, I came in. I was ready for 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, you know got my body you know i went through and i even changed my i mean my diet was strict yeah but i still wasn't eating enough right um i burned a lot of cow you know it didn't take days off yep so my body your body can only take so much uh yeah it absolutely so it was kind of one of those just years where it wasn't wasn't really working you did three races in or four races in 2001 uh and then did you get hurt or was it more more sickness more illness more illness. Yeah, geez. So, so you, how many doctors were you trying to see, trying to figure this out, huh? Oh man. Well, not enough. I have, obviously. Yeah. It had to get real <laughs> shitty before I found out the answers. <laughs> and, and what so, was it? Was it was it just Crohn's or was it something else? Yeah, Crohn's. Just Crohn's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And then your body gets so low that it starts catching other stuff. Mm-hmm. You start. Um, you're vulnerable for sickness for everything else. Oh man, yeah. Um, yeah, my immune system. Well, um, yeah. So, did Mitch was that the was that the last year for Pro Circuit, or did he bring you back for? Or, uh, you were on Takati, I think, Takati Cowie at some point, right? No, Takati was my first year. I rode with Mitch until two thousand and three. Oh, okay. So, so he he was so, he, he was keeping you on. Yeah, yeah. In two thousand one, um, honestly, I was I went into Anaheim because I had the number one plate. Yep. And I was I was confident. I mean, I was on top of my game. Ernesto was running the four-stroke, mm-hmm. and everything was good until, um, I can't remember who it was, but they, um, I was clicking off, like, I was I was moving, let's just say that. Yeah, yeah. And they jumped in behind me, and they, uh, it was one of those where you land off the finish line, and you cut back mm-hmm. at an angle, Yeah. and they were waiting on to jump in behind me right at the finish line, so when I cut back at an angle, they jumped straight as I was angling. Oh. And landed right on me, and I was out cold. Jeez. So, I raced the I raced the main. I don't, honestly, I don't remember anything. Um, wow. I, and that that race was all right. I did all right. The next weekend, San Diego. I I honestly I didn't jump the finish line till the night qualifier. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was that messed up. So, but I got I think I got a fifth or fourth. I don't know. It was. I was still, I was still good. Um, I don't know why. Oh, then um, I broke my wrist. Jeez. And a shoulder. Um, at, Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah, Phoenix. I remember, um, like, like you said, like Mitch, Mitch had your back the whole time. Like, you weren't racing much. You yeah. were getting hurt, but in, in interviews, Mitch is like, "We just got to get him healthy. We're gonna give him a shot. He's just got to get like." Like I, I was impressed that Mitch stood behind you for as long as he did. He must have re-signed you at some point in this. You know what I mean? Like he, me and Mitch, he could have dropped. Always, you. He told me he said, he said, I, basically I was like his son. Um, he, like I cannot, my career would never have went anywhere if it wouldn't have been for Mitch. I yeah. mean, And you know, of course, like I said, you know, if he's cussing you out, it's because he believes in you. Yeah. You know, if he's giving you, um. And he wants to win. That's why we're all there for. Yeah. So it was cool that he stood I, uh, behind you. Yeah. He stood behind me, and um, even he—he he honestly got so tired of seeing me hurt. I mean, <laughs> he offered me positions to to quit racing. Did he really? Um, yeah. Yeah. And he just—he couldn't. He said he—he he said honestly, I can't—I can't watch you get hurt anymore. And um, that was—he wanted when I when I left in '03 and went to Suzuki. Yeah. Um, it wasn't because. I could have stayed there, with it, but he thought a change would make you know maybe be good, and then come back there. Mm-hmm. He was just trying everything, but main thing is honestly he didn't he didn't, he couldn't see me get hurt anymore and wanted Jeez. me to quit. 
Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, I mean, there were, you know, that's a that's a spot that lots of riders want and lots of riders, you know, can deliver on. And, and I just remember him being and all the time like, nope, we're going to wait for Shea to get healthy. He, he won us a title. We're going to wait. You know what I mean? So it's always really cool. It was never my bit. Yeah, it was never my ability or, you know, I had speed and and I put in the work. I just could not stay healthy. And, I mean, a lot of it was now, you know, back then I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Kind of like a Trey Kennard, you know, you're living right. Yep. You know, you're you're doing everything you can, but something just isn't going right. And, you know, we're we're all here, you know, we all have a purpose and, you know, I – and ever, trust me, ever sometimes I'm sitting there, I'm like, God, what do you, what am I supposed to do? You know, right. I can't do this anymore. You know, I'm yeah. I so, bet. Um, so I, you know, it was you just dug deep and um, that's what it is. So 2003, that's ECC. Yes, sir. With Mike Craig managing, oh my God, the stories you must have about Mike Craig. <laughs> oh my God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play nice. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what's crazy though is I don't remember this Shay, but you got a third at Daytona and a third at Indianapolis uh, on the ECC Suzuki. I I gotta say that's good results for that bike and that team, and I do not remember that. But but nice work getting back on the podium. I yeah. mean that had to feel pretty good. Yeah, it was real good. Yeah, I started. Um, you know, it was one of those things I knew I just had to I just had to find it. I had to believe back in myself, and once I got the first one. Then Daytona started coming. I still I wasn't riding more. Honestly, I still I was riding crappy. Uh, yeah, like, I should have walked away with day. I should have walked away with those races. And uh, it then I started feeling good, and it was like, all right, it's coming. You know, started seeing um, you get out front with that lead pack, get out, you know, yep, and uh, make things happen right away. And um, yeah, I mean, these are that's a good result on that bike and team. Like I said, that's and considering your yeah. injuries too. So yeah, it was good. Is are you are you managing the Crohn's disease at this point? Are you figuring it out? You figuring out what your diet yeah, and everything? Yeah, yeah, my dieting and uh, everything's good. Um, you know, I just went to the doctor yesterday. They had changed up some of my meds. Um, so I had a <clears throat> idea. You know, it was like. Um, I'm, it was weird. I, I lost a very close um, relative, and uh, kind of put me down in the dumps. Um, I got kind of depressed. Mm-hmm. So they changed up some of those meds, but they have to watch out because of my seizures. Um, yeah, I've having so many seizures there for a while. Right. But uh, that's where I'm at. I'm sitting in the parking lot at the farm, about to get my new meds on. Um. But yeah, I mean everything. Everything you know, everything's getting back. So you race, yeah, like I said, you have good days and bad days. I got to have a few more surgeries. Sure. Um, you race one race in 04, one race in 05, um, and just you know, like you said, injuries and stuff. So when when Honestly, does in 0, in 04, I was scared. Yeah, I, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I'd go to the line and it was more wasn't. I was I was scared. Right. You know, after that, after 03, it was bottom line. Thanks to Shay Bentley for coming on the show. Fly Racing, Racer X Podcast, presented by Alpine Star, the Tech 10, the most advanced boot in motocross today. Maxxis Tires, MXST Tires, developed by the king, Jeremy McGrath, so you know they're good. And SlickWash.com, use code STEVE, all caps, to save on the three-step wash process that Monster Energy Pro Circuit uses. So thanks to those companies. And, of course, Fly Racing, FlyRacing.com. Um, I don't have anything to say about Fly Racing. New Fly Racing, Fly Racing, Fly Racing. That might work. Uh, and thanks to Race Tech also. Zombie Chris Blos using Race Tech out there. Uh, Dylan Merriam used Race Tech for Supercross. Ben LeMay currently using Race Tech outdoors. Tyler Medavia, Michael Lessie, many other racers use Race Tech over the years. Pulp 19 is a code to save on motors or suspension work or both. Get them modified, get them uh, fixed up, whatever it is. Race Tech will have you dialed in. So thanks to those companies for making this podcast happen. Thank you for listening to it. And uh, yeah, let's get back to Shay Bentley on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. When does the off-track stuff start for you? When do you start going down a wrong path for that? Is that long after you retire, or is that near the, near the end it, of your racing it was, stuff? It, was, it wasn't long after, you know, because I was searching. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, yeah, it wasn't too long. I mean, it was long enough, and, uh, yeah, it went to shit. Does it, does, it start with, it, does it start with pain meds for you? It starts with trying to yeah, manage, your, was, manage your surgeries? Yeah. 
it went with yeah it was definitely pain med that started it but that was never really my choice um i mean yeah for a while but then i got to get off the pain meds they give you suboxone uh-huh and the suboxone it just came out so it was suboxone is one of those where they didn't it takes 100 people to get a drug passed through and uh the drug had just got passed through. I stayed on Suboxone for a while, but the problem is with Suboxone, after a period of time, you go numb. You have no feelings. You don't give a shit. Um, your your body's numb, and it, that's I was dealing with it. And uh, they um, they also give you Xanax. Xanax was my drug of choice. Um, it where it would give me energy, where it would okay. knock somebody else out. Yeah, that's it what it's supposed to do. Energy. It would, it would work the yeah. opposite for you. Yeah, it worked the opposite. Jeez. And, um, and to come off Xanax, oh, it's not easy. Pain pills, you're sick as a dog. Right. And they don't, people say, oh, it's, you know, it's like having the flu for, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's like you're dying for a month. Really? Uh, yeah. And uh, you want to die, basically. But coming off um, Xanax, yeah, you, um, seizures, seizures, seizures. I was having three, four a day, and, and I mean, I, I I threw them away, and I didn't. I went to the hospital after the first few seizures. Um, oh, it was bad. Wow. And the problem is with my seizures is my shoulders were dislocating when I was having seizures. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that was that's um, you know, and it's so hard because it was it was, and then it it was numb and everything. And it was just, it was a fight, it's a fight and battle. And um, right. I can honestly say I'm through, you know, um, that uh, you can put the shit in front of me and I don't want any of it. Right. But, you Dude. know, and I try to help, you know, but I see so many other, you know, it's bad because you see so many other, you know, people and kids struggling with it. But, um, yeah, it's, it was um, something, I, I can I can tell you this, don't ever say never because that was me. I don't understand this. I don't understand how someone can get addicted yeah. and want, you know, alcohol, want pills, want mm-hmm. this or that. And, and boy, was I tested. Yeah. And, I mean, I failed miserably. So, and it's something I got to live with. And it's tough. Especially because uh, I, I have kids. I can imagine. No, and, no. you know, there, there's racers now in 2019 that struggle with this. And there's people in the industry yeah. that struggle with this. And yeah. it, it all starts from pain management. It really did. From pain management. Yeah, it really yeah. does. And I'm with you. I've never been addictive to any I, – I, I'm with you. I, I kind of don't understand it because I've never been addictive, addicted to anything. Um, you know, I've never really taken I, – I was on Vicodin for a long time because I had a herniated disc. And I was really struggling to get through the days. And then once I had surgery, I never went on another Vicodin ever, you know. And um, I just don't understand it a little bit. I just don't run in that lifestyle. But, man, I'll tell you what, it affects a lot of people and more and more people every day. Well, see, the first time I ever dealt with it, I threw, I mean, I, I threw them away. And then I woke up the next morning. I, probably, I was taking them right, everything. When I woke up the next morning, I was so sick. Yeah. And because uh, it was like an 05 um, might have been oh four. I was coming off an injury. I threw him away, and I don't know if, but I was so sick I couldn't even get on the airplane the next day. Jeez. Um, yeah. And and I I called my doctor, and then um, I got off. <clears throat> Viking and made me sick, so I took Ultram. Mm-hmm. Um, there for a while, which was a non-narcotic drug, apparently, but it just came out, so. It's a highly addicting drug. Because 100 people, yep. you know, went through it. It wasn't supposed to be addicting. That's why they were promoting it so yep. well. Yep, yep. Uh, these, you know, it's all about money. Yep. Well, bottom line is highly addicting. If you go to the hospital, they're pretty much going to give you old trams or something, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it all starts in pain, and then it just, it, it, you know, it's just the devil's life. What um, does it... And I'm guessing this all leads to much harder stuff for you down the line. Yeah, yeah. When um, when you can't when you can't get your when you're withdrawing yep. and you can't get you know you're dealing you're buying stuff off the street you can't get the shit. Oh. So yeah, then uh, you then you're dabbling and you know I went through meth with honestly that was just it was just 
that was just kind of getting me through until I could get my hands on the other stuff. On, on, on pain know. meds, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's all that was was a get-through. What? Um, oh, it's terrible. And, yeah, and, so, and it's crazy, yeah. like, you know, you, you were the ultimate high is winning a Supercross championship and being, you know, one of the one of the yep. remembered, and then and then you know, five six seven years later after you after you win this championship, you, this is this is where you're at. This is terrible. Yeah, you're buying stuff off the street. You're, you know, you're doing anything you can, and you know it's amazing how it controls your mind. Because from the time you get up in the morning, if you don't have it, mm-hmm. you're looking for, and it just because you know how sick you're going to get. Yeah, and you know the thing is, you're not getting high. You're just After maintaining. While, you, you're just there ma- is no hot. Right. You're, you're just, just maintaining. You're at, just living. At some point, you have a job with Tucker Rocky, right? You're a rep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I and yeah, I stayed on old trams, and you know you couldn't have you couldn't ever tell. Yeah. Um, but then um, I got off the stuff, and that's whenever um I got on the Suboxone, which was fine, but they gave me Xanax, and I never taken Xanax, and then I took a Xanax, and I'm supposed to be clean. And I'm high as a kite. Oh, dude, yeah. I mean, I'm cleaning the house. I am selling stuff left and right. I'm on King. I'm King Dingling. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is your Are you losing friends and family at this point? People are just kind of turning their back on everybody you a little bit. Everybody I have, no, I have lost friends and stuff. But everybody I have in my corner right now are true awesome. friends. I have family. Not one of them ever glimpsed. My brother, my good, you know, good. My wife. Yep. I went through a divorce. Um, and you know, I can't, I can't knock them. You know, I, I did the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. but every person I know I have right now, I know in fact, they're with me through thick and thin. They support me. They know I'm, I'm a fighter. Um, I'm a bad son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, bottom line. Oh, that's awesome. So, no, it's, it's, it's good. Like what, was there a rock bottom moment for you? Was there something? When I lost my mechanic. When I lost my mechanic, Todd, yeah. Yeah. That was rock bottom. That was hard. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, bet. I bet. Um, and the thing is, is a lot of people, you know, they thought, they, you know, well, did, was, did, was, did he die because of drugs? Todd couldn't do drugs. He was, when he was 12 years old, they had, he was in Walmart. They had to go in, and uh, he went... You know that you could do your blood pressure at those machines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So his, but him and his buddy are in there playing on that machine while his mom's shopping, and uh, <clears throat> he Todd does his and happened to be the pharmacist walked by and saw the number. Ugh. The pharmacist stopped and said, "Can you do that again?" Todd's twelve years old. Yeah. Todd puts his arm in there. They do it again, and uh, the pharmacist said, "Um, son, where's your mom?" <laughs> and within within ten minutes, Damus was there, and fifteen minutes he was in open heart surgery. Really? His, wow. Yeah, his heart um, was oversized. So the only thing Todd could do is smoke weed. And uh, that was it. What uh, What was Todd's last name? I'm sorry. I forget what was his last Todd Dunn. Name. Todd Dunn. That's right. Yeah, got it. I remember. I spoke to him a few times. Yep. Um, he was He was with me since I was 14. Yeah, was he really, huh? I didn't know that. Yeah. I knew he was your buddy, but I didn't know you guys went that far back. I had no idea. Yeah. Oh. Since I was 14. Wow. Thirteen. I was about to, right when I was about to turn fourteen. Yep. When did he pass? Oh man, about nine years ago. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that, and that affected you pretty good. Oh man. Yeah, Jeez, I, didn't, I, I didn't care about that. Um, are you sober today? Hundred percent. Sober. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Good to hear. Yeah, worked out this morning. Yep. Did the rowing machine for an hour. Um, did the stair climber for 30, and then I swim laps for 30. Nice. So, Look at you getting back into moto shape, bro. <laughs> I tell you. Yeah. You, you, can't, you can't raise your arms above your head, but you can. You can. No. Hey, I doggy paddle like a champ. Oh, shit. So, yeah, yeah. I, I swim my laps, I doggy paddle. Right, right, right. Yeah, what else can you do, right? Um. Shay, Shay Bentley here on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast, uh, presented by Maxis, Alpine Stars, Slick Wash as well. Um, so it's hard to ask this question, Shay, because I don't, I mean, is, is was it all worth it? Yeah. You it know, is. everything? Yeah. I've learned, yeah, I've learned so much. 
and, you know, having my kids, I'm able to pass everything I've learned, even, you know, through the bad and your struggles, mm-hmm. I've learned that you're not alone. There's God's weedy the whole time, but there's other people there. And mm-hmm. I'm able to pass all this down to my kids. I hope my kids never, never pick up anything. And if they do, I'm going to be there for, for them no matter what. But, you know, I've seen videos of me when I'm lit. Yeah. Lit. Yep. And it's so embarrassing. It's so hard to watch. Mm-hmm. But there's something that I can do to help somebody else. And I have. You know, I, it, when, you, when you're able to help somebody else, it's a, it's a, it's a gift. Yeah. Um, I mean, I never saw a drug like a hardcore drug until I was 23, right. 24. And I, that was, I didn't understand it. And I gave them, I was on, actually I was on the set of Charlie's Angels. Oh, was it back then? I was there one day. I went I went to that filming one day. I was on a set of Charlie's Angels, and I didn't understand it. And I would ride around with an officer um, at night, and he would go and he'd show me different parts of, you know, L.A. and all that stuff. And yep. we went through a town, he goes, I want you to meet somebody. And <clears throat> met this guy. He was on crack, lived on the railroad track. He fought for our country for like 15 years. Mm-hmm. He got out. He didn't know how to live. <clears throat> Family, wife, kids left. Yeah. Got on crack, lived on the railroad tracks every day. I gave him a $50 bill and I signed it. I put FB on it. It was about 12 years later, 10 years later. Mm-hmm. Whenever I found out I had Crohn's, if not, I don't even know how long it was after I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Um, need to say, I'm in the hospital guy that I rode around with, he ran into that guy in, um, at, in Hollywood. Didn't even recognize him. Oh, yeah? I recognized him. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I don't want to throw any names out. Yeah. But um, they stopped, he stopped him, and the first question he said, how's Shay? <laughs> really? And the guy, go, yep, guy goes, Shay's not doing good. He's in the hospital. Mm-hmm. He followed up, and uh, he reached in his wallet, pulled out. That fifty dollar bill, SB. No way. Let Shay know that um, I I took his advice. I went and got clean, and I see my kids every day. And uh, wow. it's been like a year he'd been clean. That's a cool story. And honestly, yep. that right there has helped me so much. Because if he can do it, yeah, then you know, yeah, I can do it. Anybody can do it. Yeah, but you gotta want it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've talked to a few people that have gone through it, and, and they've always said the same thing, that it, it doesn't matter how many people around you want to put you into rehab or how many people around you want to help you. If you don't want to do it yourself, it'll never happen. It'll never happen. It'll never happen. Yeah. you you got to want it for yourself. Did you, have to, uh, did you have to go into a rehab facility for a while? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I went in. Dude, honestly, I've probably been in seven or eight of them. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had to go in for mental stuff you know, flip out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, but, but it's, but like you said, yeah. if there's anybody that's struggling with it, uh huh. Facebook me, whatever, and I'll help you get through it. That's awesome. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I, I did one of these with Scott Sheik a little while ago and Scott's got, um, some issues with concussions and he's trying to work through it yep. and he's trying to help people and he's trying to talk to people. He's still, he's not, he's still not right, but he knows that and he knows it's, you know, something that from hitting his head and you know, there's some other stuff in there. I'm sure that, that, that maybe he's not talking about, but, but Scott is trying to help people and, and I, I guess he is. So yeah. that's all you can and do, that's, right? That's it. Yeah. I mean, we, um, this world is already going through so much, you know, and yeah, you gotta be, you gotta, be there and support, you know, mm-hmm. same thing as any, you know, anybody that's over there and struggling with PTSD or whatever, you know, yep. best thing they can do is come over, talk about it and help somebody else. Right. And, uh, yeah. That's awesome. You, um, um, you, you fight, 
Yeah, yeah, that's all you can do, right? It's every single day. Yep. Jeez. Every single day. And having said that, and having said that, like you said, it's all worth it. All the racing. It's all worth it. All the injuries, championship, all of it. All of it. That's that's cool. Like you said, my name's in the record book. It is. Yeah, it's really cool. That's that's an awesome part of thing, and I'm glad you're still into the sport and you're not bitter and you still watch it and you're still all excited about it. It sounds yeah. like you are. I'm. Yeah. Some people turn yeah, their back no on you know. Yeah, there's no bitterness or anything. Like I'm, I I'm actually amazed. You know, it's awesome, and uh, you know, I to see these kids. You know, because it's hard on them. I mean, they live this, and then when they turn pro. How many are actually making it? Yeah. You know, because, you know, their families think, oh, you know, as soon as they turn pro, they're going to make all this money. It just don't go, it just don't go the way you think it is. No, no. And then they got to have something to fall back on. And it's hard for these kids, you know, um, and the families. You know, you have, you have one bad year, it can ruin everything. So, um, yep. but these kids, they take it and they're running. I mean, they're moving. Like you said, they're seat, they're, they're dead stop, and they're coming out. Yeah, the yeah, they're all scrubbing too. Uh, they're all scrubbing now, Shay. Yeah. <laughs> they scrub so low. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely right. So, uh, I tell you. Well, hey man, um, thank you. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the story, man. I hope somebody listens to this, and maybe they knew that you weren't doing so well years ago, and they listen to this, and they're like, they're happy for you. You know, a lot of industry people yeah. that that supported you and helped you out and knew you and hung out with you back in the day, they listen to this show and. Hopefully they know you're doing well. It sounds like you are. Yeah, I'm doing really well. And, you know, like I said, I've got I've got the right people around me, and I'm very thankful. Um, my wife, my kids, you know, my my mom, dad, brother, and mm-hmm. just, um, just all my family, um, you know, close friends. Yeah. It, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people run from, and I can't, you know, I have to say I agree, you know, to a certain extent, but then some of the best people, and the most real people have been the shittiest people I've met, or you know, on on drugs and don't care to get off of them. And they'll tell you yep. that they're real. They're not fake. They're going to tell you, hey, you you are being shitty right now. What you're doing is messed up. You know, for me, I don't want to change, but you are better than this. You know, and some of the most real people have been some of those people, right? And uh, have helped me because um. It's one of those things, you know, where people they'll they'll run from it, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you, somebody has got somebody in their family that's struggling with this. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot and, out uh, there. It's it's everywhere, and uh, I pray for them and don't run from it. Be there, and lend a helping hand. Well, congratulations so, on this, out. and congratulations on a nice career, man. Like you said, full of injuries, but there were some high moments in there that that you know you did, and, and you got the title, and. and you know, we can all we, we all think about what what could have been had you had you stayed healthy, but but it is what it is. You still got that championship, yep. and you'll always have it. And uh, yeah, man, thanks for the time on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. Uh, good luck to everything, and thanks for your time. Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. I was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't been, you know, yeah. if, it, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane, Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. 
I think yeah. he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. Absolutely, 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? Right. They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny Omar. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in, I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. Hey.